0: It's all about avoiding that hard stop after you get rolling. In this installment of The Grind Defined, I'll share some things to avoid so creatives don't disrupt their flow and much more as we define this grind right now. It's another fine Friday in the Neighborhood family, and welcome to The Grind of Fine. Terrell and Michelle here, certified spiritual mindset coach and professional ghostwriter, helping prospective authors take their manuscripts from pause to publish by presenting concepts that empower writers to define their grind. You know, that whole writing process, unapologetically, on their own terms. Topics here, identify internal disconnects, simplify misaligned mindset moments, and capture clarity so that a blueprint can be created that magnifies your greatness and captivates your readers. Now, you know, this episode here, you know, y'all heard the intro, right? There are so many times, not just in the process of creation when it comes to writing, in the process of creation in many things that we do, you'll get that flame, you'll get the rolling. And I mean, you'll be rolling, 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 rolling. And then before you know it, hard stop has that ever happened to you I know it's happened to me happens to me every now and again and you know what you would think that I'd never had it happen before because some of the times that it happens no I think probably every time that it's happened I'm surprised like hi in the world you know <laughs> but sometimes things around us in our environment can cause that to happen well today I talked about last week talking about some technical things today and I think that some of the things that I'm going to share with you today, or actually I know the things that I'm going to share with you today, fact, they're very much into the technical aspect of execution when it comes to bringing that idea within your mind into fruition. There are so many different moving parts that go along with that process. And knowing all of the things that we need to do and should do and should consider doing, is one thing Uh, I think it's important to talk about some of the things that we should avoid as well because with all of the plans that we have in place they mean little or nothing if we're inviting things into the atmosphere of our life into the atmosphere of our mind that's getting in the way of us executing the things that we know to execute or maybe even doing more research or getting more information about what we want to do. If, if we have pitfalls that we're entertaining, but we don't know that we're entertaining them, then we could undo a lot of the progress that we've made and impede our uh, capability to progress further in what it is that we're talking about doing. So I want to get into that today. Also, you know, right before I glide right on into that, I get a lot of questions about different things and it's it's not just the writing actually many of the questions that I get have more to do with mindset and um, individual state of being. It's kind of like the creative process seems to be secondary and you know I guess if you think about it, that makes sense. I think a lot of the things that we want to do in this life we have a foundation, even if we don't know we do. I think that, all of us have somewhat of a foundation that we need to make those things happen it's the mindset portion and some of the climate from within that gets in the way of that and so um i get lots of different questions all the time pretty frequently i typically spend um sundays which is like my monday i typically spend sundays going through questions because my schedule allows it and i got one that was interesting that I thought I might share with you today on air. The question went a little bit like this. It said sis, cuz you know, that's that's just how y'all that that's how we talk to each other cuz we family. <laughs> and mind you, this particular person I've never met uh before. And when I say met, air quotations, cuz you know we can meet each other these days. You can do it you know, messenger. I like to do the uh virtual cups of tea, things like that. This person I've never had any interaction with other than them dropping me an email. I was connected to grindfine.com and just saying, you know sis, I feel like I can I can talk to you like that. So sis, this person shared with me that she's been on a journey for quite some time. actually, this is a collaborative journey with her and her husband. They've been on a journey for some time. they actually, became connected in grade school and fast forward, ended up going to the same college and eventually getting married. Isn't that the coolest thing? So anyway, they said when they were in junior high that they were going to get together and write about the experience of knowing when they were younger that their connection was something special and they would be together. Now isn't, how many people can say they've had an experience like that? So anyway, she goes on to talk about this collaborative process of them writing this story, which the concept of it was one thing, of course, when they were younger, now life has happened. They got a couple kids, one's away at college. So much has happened. He's a business owner. She's still in corporate America So many different things within their life has happened. And so this collaborative project, because it's one that's consistently evolving, has gone from, hey, yes, we're going to make this happen on our fifth anniversary to here it is, they've been together 15 years, okay? So she says, sis, about this collaborative project that we've been trying to get going, but we haven't been able to find the right timing to pull out from life, to actually get together and do this project. And so the question was, how would they know when the time is right to unplug from life around them and devote time and intentionality and clarity to this project? Now I thought that was important to share today because I think that so many of us are looking for the right time. Of things some folks looking for the right time to get married, looking for the right time to get pregnant, looking for the right time to leave a job looking for the right time to tell their children no <laughs> looking for the right time to invest in some personal time for yourself. Unapologetically selfishly, sometimes we're looking for the right time to make things happen and I personally think that that is the biggest mistake that any of us can make because of the things that I've mentioned, and some things that are probably swimming into your mind right now, as you listen to me talking, you've had some things, I'm sure, where you were trying to get the right time to do them. I don't think that there is a perfect time for anything. And the reason why I say that is because I don't care what it is that we're trying to do. Life never stops. It always keeps going. And so I think that When it comes to the timing for certain things, I think that it's important, especially being spiritual beings, and I like to take everything from a spiritual context first. Y'all know that. You know it, right? (laughs) But being spiritual beings, I think when it comes to timing, your connection with the creator and listening to the creator's direction is what's going to help you discern what time you should move. Now, disclaimer, Whenever you connect it and allowing y'all to lead, his time is never your time and it never feels right. You're like, well, nah, I don't know now. Nah. You know, Lord, I know I asked you for some answers and you giving me one, but it's not the right time. <laughs> if y'all are anything like me, I'm forever having conversations with y'all and I, I'm, I'm pretty, I just appreciate him not turning me into a cricket or something like that. I don't know. But the conversations that I have with them, I'm always like, well, you know, maybe we should rethink this, you know, with my mere mortal self. However, let me get back squirrel and go squirrel on y'all. But (laughs) what I was saying is that time is subjective for all of us. If you're not connected to the space in which you're being led, then it's very easy to get on the hamster wheel of trying to find the right moment, and I call it a hamster wheel because the more you search for the right moment, if you're leading, you're not allowing yourself to be led, the less likely you are to find that right moment. And so, with that question in mind, and, and for, I wanted to, to thank, um, I want to thank the young lady who emailed me. I'm not going to mention her name or anything like that because I said that I wouldn't. I had permission, however, to use excerpts from the story, loosely. <laughs> so not gonna mention it, but I, I wanna thank you so much for sending in, first of all, sharing with me the wonderful aspects of your life and the, the, uh, the story and just some really beautiful, uh, intimate moments with, with you and your family uh, to put things into context for me. But I really appreciate you sharing your story and asking your question because timing is everything, but it's only everything if it's spiritual timing. That's how I see things. And so that goes in perfectly with things to avoid today, talking about those things. And I'm going to go ahead and get right into some of those things right now. Now, as, as usual, I'll say this like I always do. This list is not an all-inclusive list. These are just a few things based on a lot of the the uh, different questions and, and feedback And things that I get because I appreciate when you guys listen and say hey you know I like that that you talked about and it made me think about this even if it's not so much asking me to do an episode around a specific thing which sometimes I do get that just sharing your experience helps me to know what gaps I can fill if any When it comes to the mindset portion, when it comes to the creative portion. So I really appreciate you guys taking the time out to do that. And that's why it's so important to me to sit down and read over these emails and to make sure that I respond and let you guys know that, yeah, I actually, that is me. (laughs) I do read and respond to those and I don't take that feedback and interaction lightly. So first thing on my list that I think is extremely important, which I think may help keep you from getting caught in that whole time thing. Thinking about the right timing for things is first things first, don't go about setting a path. Now, when I say don't go about setting a path or I I would recommend that you don't. The reason why I say that is because I'm not saying that you shouldn't have uh, a vision for what it is that you want to do. And there are levels to visions. Some people hear the word vision and they think conclusion. They think that I should be able to see the end game. Not only should I be able to see the end game, I should be able to see with not dots to the end. I should be able to see A, B, C, D, D, you know, each step to the end. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm referring to. What I'm saying is if you have a general idea of what it is that you want to do, And of course, you're going to have to execute some things. You're going to have to take some things that you know and practically apply them to the journey that's about to be ahead. That's a given. However, if you have a defined pathway that you set, then there isn't much wiggle room within that for y'all to come in and to direct that path. Now, if your thing is, you know, I ain't trying to be having y'all do this and that, right? What I'm going to do, is I'm going to lay this out, and I see what it is that I want. I'm going to start it, and then I'm going to pray and have Yah to help go along my path to finish it. If that's the way you roll, then this isn't for you, (laughs) and good luck with that. I'm pretty sure you'll be in my inbox at connectatthegrandefined.com telling me how catastrophic that was. That's just me, but I digress. But anyway, (laughs) for the rest of you listening to this, if the goal is to be led, then setting that definitive pathway is the easiest way to get yourself caught up in time constraints, to get the anxiety coming in, to actually uh, want to press the fast forward button on what it is that you're trying to do, as opposed to enacting whatever it is that you have at the time, but being a bit malleable to allow that thing to take shape and to play out. And in Yah's time. So first thing, Don't set a defined pathway. You might want to consider not doing that. The second thing would be authenticity. Always be who you are. Never start off on your pathway of creation being someone that you're not. And what I mean by that is oftentimes when we're birthing something new, there's that piece of us that struggles with the outside world and their perception of what it is that we're doing all right a a lot of us fear people's opinions possibly being rejected maybe them getting the wrong message from what it is that you're saying or what it is that you're trying to do within the vein of being writers and authors prospective authors um, that's something that a lot of authors that I work with struggle with How is this message going to come across and isn't going to come across in a way that I intend? Is it going to be connected to what I had in my head when the person actually receives this work? And spoiler alert, yeah, for some people it's not. And (laughs) it not connecting in the way that you intend, it not coming forth, them not getting the the, the meaning behind what you're writing. Sometimes if you're not... (laughs) A skilled communicator. (laughs) It could be because of you, but oftentimes it has nothing to do with you. Understanding that when people receive what it is that we do, be it writing, if uh, you happen to be a prospective or established author listening to this, or whatever type of creative you are, a lot of the times what people receive from what we're doing has a lot to do with where they are and where they're coming from. You can have the best intentions in the world, but if someone receives what it is that you're doing and they're at, let's say they're at a stage in their life where God forbid, they lost someone close to them. It's a rough time emotionally and they're in a a dark space of grieving and maybe they don't even know it. Some people are grieving and they don't even know it. You know, um, if they're not in a space within their life that is free and light, and that's been nurtured in a positive way, then a lot of what they pick up is going to be tainted. They're not looking through a lens for their life that is whole. They're looking through one that's shattered. So everything on the other side of that lens is going to be distorted. That could be true with your work as well. So it's very important to approach your work being authentic and true to who you are and the people who understand what you're doing and uh, your work resonates with them, those are called your fans. (laughs) Anyone else who that work does not resonate with, the project is not for them. I've I've said this to people before and I've gotten the side eye a few times. When it comes to my work and the things that I do, the only people that I'm talking to are my fans. The naysayers don't matter. It's not for them. And when I say that, like legit, I I mean it. I I really do. That's not to say that I can't take constructive criticism because I can. That's not to say that everyone that encounters my work needs to agree with what it is that I do or that they necessarily need to get it. No, they really don't. You know, and that's 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 life. That's how it works. But I make the choice to not spend a lot of time focused on the folks that don't get it because I'd rather spend the time focusing on the ones that do and building what I do in my community and my content from there. So that's something that I would recommend um, you do as well. Next thing would be never, ever, 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 ever stop brainstorming. Sometimes we can get in our head, hey, bam, this is it. This is what I want to do. This is how I want to do it. And then you start to put together the execution. And sometimes you can get stuck on just that one thing, that one aspect of what you're doing. And and I'm not saying that that is a bad thing. I think another thing that could be complicated is is folks who try to do too many things at once, try to add too many things at once. That could be a bad thing, but that's not what I'm talking about. Sometimes it's good to have in mind what you want and the direction that you want to go in, but still allow yourself to brainstorm on different aspects of that thing. It's good to keep fresh ideas coming in. And how are you keeping fresh ideas coming in? Not only just things within you, um, things within your mind that you continue to play and build upon, but external information that you get as well. Probably some people that are in uh, similar fields or similar areas for which you want to talk about that you admire. Just looking on at what other people do to help to inspire some of what you're going to do and take and make your own. So, the point of this one is don't allow yourself to be put into a box. Consider having what it is that you want to do. And of course, I always talk about refining and defining the scope of that. That's very important. But don't stop there. Continue to brainstorm. I like to call it think tanking. I love think tanking, especially with groups of people. You throw me in a think tank, child. I am a duck in water. Love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. But yes, continue doing those things because it helps to fuel your project and broaden what it is that you're going to do moving forward. The next thing is, uh, and I touched on this just a little bit, but feedback. Don't get disheartened by feedback. Now, listen, I'm going to say this when it comes to feedback, and I'm going to say this specifically here because many of you are fledgling perspective, just getting started with some of the things that you're doing. Some of you have projects that you've already done, but you've grown since that initial thing. So it's like you're a different person with more knowledge, you know, more, more resources, and you're coming in and trying to birth something at this new space that you are mind, body, and spirit in your life. So there's still this new element to things. So I'm saying to you guys, listening to this, feedback is cool. It's always cool. I feel like we need it, whether it's good or bad. However, you have to take it with a grain of salt. You must, you must. And I, you know, I like to tell people what they have to do. But no, this year you have to do it. Take it with a grain of salt. And the reason why I say that is because your vision was given to you no one else, the majority of people are not going to get it exactly the way that you do because it's not their vision. And so people are entitled to their opinions. you know, like buttholes, everybody got them, but that doesn't mean that you receive something in the form of feedback from someone that doesn't feel like a good fit for you. And you let that start to throw you off your journey, make you doubt decisions that you're making, make you second guess what it is that you're doing. You should never, 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 never allow that to happen. So expect feedback that isn't favorable. <laughs> and that way you're not surprised when you get something that doesn't feel favorable. And I'm saying it doesn't feel favorable because sometimes it may not feel favorable, but that doesn't mean that the person even intended it that way. Yeah, there are ones that do, you know, cause it's just, there are always going to be some naysayers and haters out there. But sometimes there are people who just don't see what it is that you see. And that's completely and totally okay. Still Kate, stay the course and keep on trucking for it. The next one would be never forget the basics. Sometimes we're, we're looking for the bells and whistles along the journey so that you can have that wow factor when you finally reach the destination, which is cool. I mean, the wow factor is always cool, but sometimes getting to the wow doesn't have to be overly complicated. It could be just perfecting some of the most basic things that you think probably don't have much value. They end up having optimal value because you've gotten them to a space of mastery and you're able to manipulate and use them in a way which creates a wow factor without you having to do a lot of crazy things. I mean, crazy things are cool too. If you got it like that, you can execute it. But More times than not, you don't need something extra to get an extra effect. So never forget those basics. This next one I think is super important. Oh, the envy factor, never be envious. And the reason why this is important is because I feel like there are so many gifted, talented, anointed, just amazing people who are representations of how phenomenal Yah is. I mean, there's a secret sauce within each and every one of us. And what you see over there, over the fence over there, over yonder over there, what you see over there is nothing that is any different for when people who are over there looking at you, you over there looking at them, but at the same time they're looking at you and they're beholding what you bring to the table. And it's just as phenomenal. So I like to see the gifting of others as an example of how Yah could work through me with whatever it is that He gave me. He's given me quite a few things, but there are many of them that are still in the refinement process. Well, the same is true for you. So there's no need to envy what's going on over there. The only thing that we all should consider doing is focusing on what we have right here, right in the front of us, and anything else that we see outside of that that we think is amazing, let that be evidence that the same thing amazing. I won't even say the same thing because your thing would be different, but there's something super extraordinary that's within you if you stay focused on the task at hand. The next one is going to be, um, don't lock yourself away. Now, uh, mm -mm. this is going out to all of you out there who like to be hidden. You got all of this stuff within you that you know, you know it. That's why you're listening to this. You know, you know it. You know that you're supposed to be sharing what you have with people, but you're really not comfortable sharing what you have with people because you don't really like people like that. (laughs) I know. Yeah. Yeah. I've been in your closet listening to what you've been saying and I've been watching what you're doing, but no, for real. Being hidden and playing small is so 2020. <laughs> Actually, it was way before that, but we're just gonna take it current. Really, we must consider, just take a moment to consider what playing small and choosing to be invisible has done for your self-esteem and your mindset. That thing within you that you know you've been told time and time again. That you're supposed to be sharing that thing. And you're supposed to be going full throttle. You're supposed to be cannonballing with it, but you dipping your big toe in the water and then just scurrying back over there and sitting on a chair and putting a towel on you even though it's 100 degrees outside. Yeah, I know I'm crazy with this stuff that I think of for these examples. I decided to go poolside with it. But anyway, back on track is what I'm doing. <laughs> we don't want... To miss the opportunity to not only impact someone else's life, but charity begins at home. We allow ourselves to be seen and we allow the glory of YAH to be seen through our gifting. We're not just doing a work for the people who receive it, but make no mistake about it. You're unlocking boxes within you. You're doing that work for you. The freedom that you've been praying for, the opportunity to grow within that thing that matters to you. All of the conversations that you have with your creator about how you would like to show up in this world, what you would want that to mean, the type of legacy that you would like to live. How is that going to happen if you don't have the courage to be seen and to be heard? So please consider, please oh please oh please consider not locking yourself away and getting yourself connected to someone. It could be a, an individual. It could be a group. It could be me. It could be whoever. But get yourself connected to someone for accountability and support. Your very life, the quality of it, and whether or not you're going to be sitting someplace, an old man or woman saying, I wish I had it would regret. The quality of your life moving forward, literally, is depending upon it. And the last thing on the list that I want to share is no matter what, never oh, never stop investing in yourself. Now, that could take many different forms. Investing doesn't necessarily have to be monetary, but I'm just going to cut straight to the chase. The only reason why I've been able to make the traction that I've been able to make in the things that I've been able to make it in is because I invested money <laughs> In myself and my craft. And I continue to do that. And that's such a wise thing to do, because why would I spend 10 or 15 years trying to figure out something where if I drop the money, somebody who's mastered it can teach me with all of the ins and outs inside of a few weeks, in some cases, a couple days. It all depends on what you wanna learn and, and how you wanna learn it. But I wanted to talk about the money piece because a lot of folks, because we live in the information age, they believe that everything of value is free. And that couldn't be the furthest thing from the truth. Don't get me wrong. The things that are free that you can access are good pieces to help to build a foundation. I don't think it's a solid foundation, but I think that it's a great starting point. whatever it is that you're trying to do so i will say that because i've gotten a lot of free resources that have helped me to do just that the truth of the matter is is that free resources are general and they're not specific i don't care what your uh, area of creativity is i don't care if it's writing i don't care if it's makeup i don't care if it's digital art i don't care what it is whatever you get out there that's free it's going to be general within that field And the thing about it is that we're all individuals and our approach to our art and our craft or whatever it is that we're doing is going to be very specific because it's going to be a unique extension of who we are. And so after you get those generalized things, which is the reason why me being a uh, professional writer, I've said this on an episode before, a good example would be there are lots of different programs out there where you can write your book in 30 days or 60 days or or, or, or 90 days. And there are some people, many who've worked with me, who've gone through those programs and still were not able to complete their book. Now, that's not to say that those programs did not have amazing information, amazing resources. They had a lot of wonderful things. And to some extent, there was a space to be able to get some individualized help with those. but. Many of those programs are very general. They're not at all specific to individual needs. And so that's why someone will go and invest. And at the end of that, they're still not able to complete the project. You know, so that's just an example within the vein of what I do that I know that I know to to be true because I've worked with several people that have had that experience. And it didn't speak to the program. The program was phenomenal. It had nothing to do with the content. It's just that they needed something that was more specific to their needs, not something general. And and that's the same thing is true for the free resources out there. So absolutely, you should continue to invest in yourself. Yes, get as many free resources as you can, but don't shy away from the $29 class, 40, 47, 49. They have all different types of prices. Don't shy away from something that might cost you a couple grand, a few hundred dollars. Again, it's an investment. If this is something that you're talking about doing, uh, especially with you guys who are, um, authors who are listening, that's the way in which you create whatever it is that you're talking about doing, especially when it talks to books, they live on what is, I think it's uh, 110 years. I think it is for the copyrights on your book before they're out. Um, These works live on long beyond you. You're investing in yourself to make an investment in something that's going to outlive you with its existence in this world. And I think that this is true for everything that we create. I think that the wisest thing that anyone who wants to create can do is make sure that they're doing everything that they can to bring the best version of themselves and their gifting forward for what it is that they want to do all right all right well that is it <laughs> for content today if you haven't already you already know and if you don't then i'ma tell you again log on to the and click on feeds so you can follow me but that's not the only way you can get me the grind defined is on every major platform that there is i don't care if you want apple you on spotify you want all in the mother ones. i don't know uh gosh dog it i heard radio yeah, all of them all of them anyway you can you can link many of the major apps from com or you can just search the Grind to Find podcast in whatever app you're currently listening to. And then don't stop there, please, oh please, share the love, share the Grind to Find if you love what it is that you're listening to, because the more, the merrier. And if you haven't already, please feel free. If you're an app or Spotify, go ahead and leave a review for the show. I would definitely appreciate that. Also, Terrell and Michelle and Billy Rowe Live actually were wrapping up season two. Yes, we're wrapping it up. <laughs> season two is going to end uh, the end of this month, and then the show will not be back until after the new year. So you're definitely going to want to check out the show because you can hop on live, up on stage, the virtual stage, with me and my ace boom cool, Billy Rowe. Yeah, got to check it out. How do you get the show? Every Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can do that on the, on the Grind Define page on Facebook, as well as the Grind Define on YouTube. All right, that's how you're able to check that show out in the meantime and between time. I hope you go about the rest of this weekend knowing that, um, yeah, it's time to show up. It's time to show up. And even if you ain't ready to show out, that you'll find out what the journey is all about just because you are there, no matter what. Always define your grind and never let the grind define you. Terrell and Michelle here. Until next time, peace and abundant blessings.